Hello and welcome to The Binge Thinker. My name is Jamil Raymond. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here as always. Uh, today's episode starts with a bit of a revelation. Uh, I have recently acquired my medical marijuana card. Can you tell? <laughs> um, that's more for the, the YouTube peeps. I have decked out uh, a new... Uh, studio for the binge thinker in a corner of my lounge room. It is looking fantastic. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast and not getting a video, do yourself a fucking favor and get onto YouTube. Also subscribe while you're there and have a look at what I've put together aesthetically. It's, you got, it'll change the way that you receive this podcast from now on. That's what I genuinely believe. Um, so I'm very excited to keep evolving this and getting this more aligned with who I am. And it's a lot of fun. Um, it's hard to believe I did this with <laughs> a fucking injured, um, and, uh, injured bicep tendon in the last week. But let me tell you, so like the new layout for the binge thinker, it basically just came out of, again, pure synchronicity, I believe. I was about to upgrade the, the, the look of the studio a little bit because I wanted to put these books somewhere. Um, and I was like, all right, I'll go get another shitty Kmart shelf. That's what's been propping up the rest of my shelves at the moment um, around the house for all the podcasting gear that I carry around. I've got so much storage. Like two days after I think about that, I'm walking down my street here in Footscray and a hundred and... 20 meters from my house, a chiropractor is giving away old office furniture. And if you look to the left here, or you're my right, they had three of these storage cubes, these big ass storage cubes, just ready to fucking give away. They literally said free to take on Facebook. And I jumped and I was like, holy fuck, I can't believe it. That's perfect for what I need in the studio. So I fucking ran in there and I was like, I actually, once I grabbed, I grabbed one, I'll be real. I grabbed one and tried to hoist it myself 120 meters, the big four panel one over here. The other two um, pieces have two drawers in them, so you can't quite hoist them. But now, yeah, I'm like, hey, I'll shotgun these three. Do you ever try by any chance? I'm in the sling. I'm trying to get some brownie points here so they can help me out maybe. All I need is the trolley, really. Um, I got the rest of it myself because it's like, it's like that echo, it's like hollow plywood. It's not like it's hardwood or anything like that. It's literally like maybe 10 kilos to pick up that thing, maybe less. It's not that heavy at all. So I'm like, I could hoist it, but if you had wheels, this would be much better. And lo and behold, uh, the guy had, um, the guy that was moving all the shit out had the um, trolley for me. So I fucking wheeled them back to my place. I'm just like, fucking great. All I was trying to do, I swear to God, was go get a croissant. I was just going to get a croissant, get a nice something for breakfast. I've been chilling out lately on my macros um, because of recovering from the bicep tendon stuff. And then, yeah, minding my own business, enjoying life, bang. These three shelves, storage cubes, I guess you would call them, that have radically transformed the way that my house looks and how I store things in the house. And then has been the catalyst for this full transformation of my space um, to create a permanent 
aesthetic studio for the Binge Thinker and other visual projects from now on because I've got a few in the works, I'm not going to lie. So guys, what I was really excited to talk to you about was the acquisition of my medical marijuana card. Now, this is something I've been thinking about for quite some time, um, given that you guys would know on the pod that I am a, you know, regular but very light smoker of, of marijuana, and I am very pro it. Um, it has given me a lot of value um, in my life as far as a healing tool when used in the right circumstances, absolutely. I have definitely abused it, but with, you know, as far as abuses go and the toxicity of it, like, compared to other drugs, um, yeah, it's fucking not that big a deal. But I guess what I'm sort of wrestling with is the shame around my marijuana consumption, because I did have a lot of it because it was considered illegal um, just where I was until now. And then also my parents come from conservative backgrounds. So knowing that consumption of marijuana, they would not be happy with. And that's, I sort of kept that, you know, aside from them for quite some time. I've never really addressed it with them as an adult. But, you know, in stepping forth and, you know, trying to honor my authenticity about talking about my own mental health and being open about it and the benefits of what I've done, marijuana is certainly there. It has certainly improved my life for the better. Um, it's a huge net positive. By allowing me to get me out of myself and out of my anxiety, it's an anti-anxiety medication for me. Um, it's also an antidepressant and relaxant. It gets me out of my monkey mind, my highly anxious mind, um, and allows me to feel into my body a bit more, as you can tell by this, uh, again, absolute fucking kaleidoscope of an outfit that I've put together. So there are a lot of positives that it's brought into my life. Um, I'm grateful to have it as a medicine in my life and to treat it as such. But I'll be honest, I didn't think of it like that for quite some time. Um, you know, it was a getaway. And I knew it was a getaway, but so is any other sort of drug that is consumed um, for the purposes of nulling pain. It's a Panadol, you know? And that's just the legal version. Beer, alcohol's illegal. Alcohol is legal, sorry. And a beer after work, that's what it is for me, is socially acceptable. So the paradigm has shifted a significant amount for me. And with that, you know, I'm stepping into this for a bit of fun, but there is certainly a fair bit of shame that's been wrapped around it, which I'm trying to punch through in doing this. And I want, again, I just want to be really open and honest about it. Because, yeah, this is also a, a factor of reparenting around my parents' expectations of me, which has been very heavy. It's, I've carried a lot of shame around my parents' expectations of me. But they... No. Just what I'm trying to say is, like, I live a fucking great life. And this is only one small element of a very broad, very positive, very healthy lifestyle that I've got. So... And I need to create the space for it to be respected and to be able to talk openly about it despite whatever their religion tells them or their upbringing tells them about drugs. 
or just marijuana. Other drugs, I couldn't give a shit. It's about marijuana in particular. It's a plant. It's natural. I'm not saying it's the answer to everything at all. I am a responsible advocate for its use or an advocate for its responsible use, 100%. So it's like, all right, I gotta, leave, I gotta live in my belief system in public, you know? So that's what I'm doing here. That's why I've talked to you about this uh, on today's ep. And I'll address it with, you know, the corporation or my parents in due course. Don't snitch if this is my family. Let me deal with that situation, will you? So, how I got into it was that, you know what, I was thinking, I was running out of good weed dealers in this town. Place has gone dry, Melbourne's fallen apart, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to good quality ganj. But, um, so I was like, okay, it's medical, how far... How much effort is there in there to get into the system? Like, what's it about? As I thought it was only for cancer patients and, you know, the usual stuff like glaucoma and stuff like that. A friend, a friend referred me onto it because we got, um, you know, we just got into drug talk as you do from time to time in, in life. And they let me know that, yeah, you can basically get access to marijuana for medically for anything. Not anything, but a lot more than you think is a better way to put that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I've got, you know, I've had, um, you know, anxiety. I've had depression in the past. Um, I've taken antidepressants. Like, is that, is that enough to say that's a chronic disease I can try? And then um, the guy was like, yeah, it should be. Um, you know, go through this process. It's a website. So it's a website for, yeah, these doctors that specialize and that have the approval to provide um, a TGA, uh, what's it called? Yeah, a, a TGA permit for medical marijuana, which is, is actually recognized all over the country. So basically what I did was, the process is that it was a web form. The web form it just asked me about my history, about my medical history, anything that was chronic, um, you know, about my history, about physical and mental health, what is this chronic condition that it's trying to treat. So one of the um, key components of eligibility for medical marijuana is that you cannot, it fucking says 420 on my fucking stove right now. <laughs> Give me one sec. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? That's sick. God bless the fucking spirits, man, for that sort of shit. Really? To put a 420 in my periphery, it's not even 420, it's 8 o'clock on a Sunday night when I'm doing this. And because I didn't fucking fix my um, oven uh, after I've had multiple power outages here because I'm doing network upgrades, bang, 420 on the 420 fucking topic. The spirits are I dress like this for a fucking reason, guys. I dress like this for a fucking reason. God is good. So, where the fuck was I? <laughs> um, oh, the process. So, the process was... Did the web form. I have had anxiety. Um, I've had depression. Um, I, had, I was clinically depressed... 18 years old, that's the start of the transformations, you know the story. I was on antidepressants from like 17, 18-ish, 
did not like them. SSRIs, they dulled me. So they, you know, they took away a bit of joy, but they took away a lot of the sadness too, right? But I definitely felt this null purgatory while I was on SSRIs, which is a feeling I don't really want to enjoy again or feel again. And only consciously recently have I understood how anxious I am as an individual and where I feel it in my body, um, which makes perfect sense as to why marijuana is good for me because I have a hyperactive mind. Mind. I'm not quite ADHD, but I'm close and I'm definitely high strung internally. Um, so yeah, it's been a great medicine to provide anti-anxiety for me. So let's, so I say that to them, I go, Hey, this is what I've got. I've got the scripts. If you need them, web form submitted history done. A few days later, it's a telehealth appointment. This doctor is based in Sydney. Now, this doctor, very nice guy, do an appointment on a Sunday morning, 8.30 in the Sunday morning. This guy loves life. He loves his job because he's fucking letting you know that you can smoke weed on a Sunday morning. What a life. Good on you, brother. I'm going to protect your name, but what a life you live. Yeah, I do the, I do the call. Within minutes, I get the approval. It's not even, it's just like a checkbox. It's not even a, it's not a serious questioning or anything like that. He's like, yep, I've seen enough evidence. Happy to recommend you for medical marijuana, give you approval, whatever. The, I don't even know how to say it properly still. Um, you know, and he seems very, very kind. You know, he said something about like, you know, you should have your choice in how you treat your mental health. You know you best. And he's fucking right. You know what I mean? He's absolutely right. But because it's, again, the shame aspect, there's so much shame put around marijuana use as a, a negative drug that... Um, yeah, just impacts your perception of it and how you consume it. But now I'm trying to push away from that, as I've said many times. You can tell it's a repetitive loop in my head. You can tell I'm pushing an edge here. But hey, welcome to be part of it. So, um, so for the, I get the approval, I ask about what's next. The next stages are, um, are they make a recommendation for my prescription. I asked the question if I can get sativas as the weed strain um, because I know that they're creative and uplifting and it's the strain that I like. And he's like, yep, that's fine. You can absolutely recommend that. And I was like, fucking sweet. This is so good. By the way, I'm ecstatic that this is happening, by the way. I can't believe this is happening. And I'll explain. You'll just get, you'll understand. They're like, okay, here's your script. So I have now scripted 20 grams of medical grade bud. 60 mils of psychoactive THC, pure THC, and 30 mils of pure CBD. And I have multiple repeats of that. Um, and yeah, I feel like I've unlocked an unlimited weed cheat code. I swear to God. And I don't know if this is bad karma to put out on a fucking podcast that I'm like showing this off. And maybe it is. Maybe I'll cut this part out. But it's like, fuck, <laughs> what, what a bounty that has happened in my life. Because I just now, it's just like, for me, again, someone has wrestled with this for so long. It's now legal. Like, it's just like, yeah, boom. Like, 
here's a clear passageway to consume it. And I'm like, whoa. It's such a big, I'm like the elephant that's caged. You know, he's got the chain around his foot and they just break the chain off. So I'm this big elephant. I'm still smoking it. It's just this weird ability to be free to smoke it and not feel constrained by it. That's the big deal. Very interesting. So they give me the weeds. So yeah, so I get the weeds. Amazing. I am ecstatic. Uh, it gets dispensed from a, they have their suggested dispensaries. I'm not going to argue. Obviously they might take a clip or something from the back end. Who gives a fuck? Let them enjoy it. Yep. So I order it remote. Uh, I get the approval on the Sunday. I order it like Monday, Tuesday night, get it by the Friday. And it's like Christmas. I'll be real. It's like fucking Christmas. It's greener than Christmas. That's for sure. Um, I look at the dosage and it's very liberal. It's anywhere from 0.01 of a gram to one gram on the flower as required. Like they're telling me it's medically okay to smoke up to a gram of weed per day. That's crazy. Like, I know people that do that, but that's definitely not me. I smoke like a thumbnail's worth almost daily, but that's how little I consume. It's like having half a shot, honestly. And like, I've got all these scripts to, I don't even know what the expiry is on these repeats. So it's like, how much are they expecting me to smoke in some ways? Very weird, very weird. But I'm, you know, I'm a responsible uh, smoker. So for me, I never drive on it. Um, because if I, you know, get caught with, you know, and lose my license, so much of my life is ruined. So I'm responsible with it. I never smoke and never, uh, and drive. I'm never intoxicated when I drive. Um, uh, yeah. And I do not believe that people should be driving intoxicated at all. What else do I believe? Like we need to get better with the testing methods now because it's still considered illegal and there's no way to test if you're under the influence or not, um, if you've got it in your system, but not are affected as a medicinal user. So if you get busted and you might, not, you may be high, well, you should, uh, in my opinion, you shouldn't drive. But if you're like, for example, I could get into a car, not be under the influence at all. Maybe I smoked it last night. You know, it's later in the day. I'm feeling good. I had a coffee. Just we're not going about my day as I usually have been for the last few years. And I could still have it in my bloodstream or my saliva. It's in my saliva. They're not taking blood at the fucking roadside. Whew. Then they can go, oh, you're under the influence. There's no way to go, well, I got the pass. And that gives me a way out. But for the average Joe, um, there's no, it's just yes or no. It's not 0.05, you know? So that's a big gray area. But again, I just avoid the issue altogether by driving as minimally as possible and I still get around perfectly fine or I never smoke whilst on it because that's just, again, responsible usership. Um, I mean, and then you compare that to things like pharmaceuticals and things they don't test for but, but definitely put you under the influence for. Like, that's probably worse than weed driving. Maybe not by volume, but I think by potential effects, for sure. Like, if you're on benzos or something like that, 
Um, you could be fucking like driving like a crazy person. I was trying to look up the numbers for that before about how many um, you know people are drug affected that are pharmaceutically. Um, they don't test that. So you wouldn't know. See these man. The systems. The systems are against us, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if they don't test for it, you can't have any numbers around it. Brutal. Okay. So let's talk about the cans and cannots. It's not just some free ticket to smoke, and I do not treat it like as that either. I have a little bit, that's a lie. But in future, I will be much more uh, prescient of the rules around it. So let me explain to you what I can and cannot do under this TGA approval. Interesting fact number one, smoking marijuana is still illegal according to the TGA. The TGA actually recommends that you vape your marijuana and do not smoke it because you are still inhaling smoke and ash and negative, um, you know, negative molecules uh, through smoking it and burning it as opposed to uh, vaporizing it and getting the pure THC extract, which is the medicinal part. The rest of it's not. Burning your lungs out, coughing it up. Been there many times. So vape, don't smoke it. Uh, I can vape it in a smoking area if I want to because it's much more pure and the vapor is a lot less um, sensitive or capable of getting you intoxicated because it dissipates so quickly compared to smoke. So the chance of second high, secondhand highs or secondhand smoke is quite low with a vape. Um, I can carry it in public like regular medication. That's probably the, the next, so, um, so the best way to contextualize what this means for me medically is that to treat it like regular medication. So I can carry it around on the street if I need to. Um, I can consume it in its prescribed way in public if I need to. I can travel with it anywhere in Australia uh, because it's a nationally recognized um, permit from the TGA, Therapeutic, Therapeutic Goods Australia. Um, and yeah, it's just a very convenient ways of manage, self-managing my own mental health um, in a very convenient manner, which is what I hope my fucking tax dollars do for me, right? I mean, I think about how much we know certain parts of the health system are being rorted right now. It's nice to have it feel like it's coming back in my direction for a change because I'm fucking in the top tax bracket, right? Gotta get those fucking medical dollars working for me. So in closing, guys, medical marijuana is more accessible to you than you think. Go try it out. Um, if you need help with resources, please reach out. Let me give you some more of my direct experience. So if this has been helpful for you or somebody else, please, um, you know, send them this episode. I'm happy to be the martyr and the messenger about the process and, you know, be that bleeding edge for you when it comes to medical marijuana. Um, yeah, give us a, a like, follow, subscribe on uh, the interwebs, particularly TikTok and YouTube. If you're going to share it out, try use those platforms for me, please. Appreciate it. Um, next week, again, as you can tell here, maybe I'll do a deep dive and make it nice and easy. Um, I'll do a deep dive of the, the new space, talk about it, some of the books that I've got there, some of the ideas and concepts. Um, it'll be a bit of fun. Again, let's, let's get to know each other in the process. Huh? A little cute little date. Mm, delicious. All right, folks. I've been Jamil Raymond. Thank you for your time and attention, bingers. And take care. See you next week.
Bye.